I bet you have had an experience where you were enrolled into a cell which you had a regret after. Or you have been approached by a salesperson who tried to sell you something that you don't need. These are some of the reasons why people have a negative emotions when it comes to sales. Hi, my name is Inga Nikiforova and this is my Swim or Sink podcast. I have over 25 years experience of successful selling and seven years of professional cold calling. I have pitched millions of people worldwide and I developed my skills till the point where I have the ability to close a deal on the first call. Four years ago, I opened up my company after signing a 90,000 euro deal by having just 19 euro in my pocket. I closed a year with nearly 300,000 euro. I believe that there is no better selling tool than interpersonal communication. As a single mom, I know how difficult it can be to divide yourself between running your business and giving attention to your kids. It is even more difficult when your business is your only income source and when the quality of your life and the life of your children is fully dependent on the profit you make. I remember the moments of frustration because while I was trying to get the attention of my clients, my kids were trying to get attention from me. It took me years of endless battles within and lots of mistakes, lots of sleepless nights until I figure out the system which works. Until I have developed my selling skills. And now let me ask you, how would your life look like if you would master your deal closing skills, your ability to sell? Sale is an essential part of everyone's everyday life it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter who you are and what you do you have to sell even if you are a lawyer or a doctor a coach or a beautician a fisherman or a manufacturer you start selling at a very very young age while negotiating a reason why do you want to have that toy or why you want to come later at night when you are a teenager. I'm sure that next to the reasons that I have already mentioned before, the most of you experience sale as a stressful factor because you just don't know how to close a deal or even more important, because of your fear of rejection. And you, just by thinking, you know, just by having the idea of hearing no, already feeling miserable. I would like to share with you some of the key strategies, some basic 
fundamental principles of communication, fundamental principles of sales, which will help you to change your mindset and to become rejection proof. First of all, let's take a brief closer look at your relationship with no. Think for a second of a little child who yet cannot recognize the dangers in the world around him, but who is already extremely curious and wants to discover everything. At some point, he sees a pan with, let's say, a boiling water and is trying to reach it out. Obviously, mother's reaction, and father's too, I hope, is mostly a very short and categoric no. And the heart pulled away as follow. Of course, child, after some short break, will repeat his or her attempt. And, however, this time, mother's reaction will probably even more convincing and categoric than the previous time. And the pull will be even harder and accompanied with screaming no. At some, in some regions, it might even uh, end up with a kind of, I would say, a soft slap to, I would say, a soft place. I don't have to explain you that mother just wanted to protect her child from obvious danger. But she didn't explain to a child what kind of consequences it might have. Nevertheless, the painful association with no will remain in a child's subconscious mind forever. And it will not even be, you know, it, it will not even be about the no itself, but about the memory of the situation and the feelings which were experienced at that particular moment, at that particular situation associated with no. This is just a general example, but I know that every one of you can relate to it in one or the other way. This information is as well backed up by neuroscientific research. When it comes to sales, no is a starting point though. According to a research, 92% of salespeople quit after they are told no four times by the prospect. However, 80% of prospects say no four times before they say yes. Some salesperson apply yes ladder strategy, which I think is almost dysfunctional these days. You probably can relate to it this kind of situation, you know, and probably you have experienced some kind of situation or something similar to, the, to this when a salesperson is asking you questions where the only thing that you can answer to that question is yes. For example, would you like to make more money or would you like to, make, uh, would you like to be more successful? Well, obviously you are. And that's what they want you to say. But, you know, people no longer buying it. 
it is increases the level of anxiety because intuitively they feel that they are pushed towards something and they don't know what. They feel enrolled into the into something and they don't know how it ends up. And based on their previous experiences, they, you know, that most of the time it's one-way direction. As we know, Anxiety is a bad companion when it comes to decision-making process. You don't want your prospect to become anxious. And according to FBI agent, hostage negotiation professional, Chris Voss, you have more chance to close a deal when you give your prospect the freedom to say no by asking him or her the questions which will lead a person to answering no to you. It will somehow make them feel in charge and more relaxed, which is as well proven by neuroscientific research. Well, becoming a professional cold caller was never my ambition. It was by chance that I happened to be uh, invited to, uh, to a job interview and I would like to just mention it quickly because it was a very specific moment and very special situation, which I remember right now, which back then uh, I didn't knew where it will bring me at that point. I was just standing in front of the new journey, a new challenge, and there was no empty talks. Guys were straight to the point. They didn't want to hear uh, my accomplishments. They didn't, it, it, it was really not important for them what kind of uh, information was standing in my resume. They let me sit in front of the phone and they asked me to reach three executives by the phones, three IT directors, to make sure that I will write down the email address in order to, say, sell, uh, to send them a proposal. And when this accomplished, I was hired. The promise of commission was pretty high. My basic salary was pretty high. I was standing in front of the new world, IT brokerage. Pretty quickly, I started to realize that some things work, some things don't work. I started to adopt new speeches, new strategies, and I was just going through because there was no other way. In front of me was hanging a notification. More calls, more inquiries more money you know and at that moment i really needed money and i went for it while other people were just making plannings and uh, making themselves themselves busy with the things that make this, them busy instead of making themselves busy with the things that are important i was making myself busy with the things that were important i was placing 120 till 170 cold calls a day i was pushing through it because I knew that no, I already have, but yes, I can still get. And I was going for that. You know, think of it this way. The more no you hear, the closer you are to a yes. Instead of asking someone, would you like to earn more money? Ask instead. Did you give up your dream to earn more money? A person will be more willing to share more information with you and will be more willing to have a conversation with you in general and pick up your next call 
or arrange another meeting with you. Does it make sense to you? So this is, of course, just a very general information. I cannot just squeeze 25 years of sales in a 15-minute talk. However, I would like to just, in this episode that I'm making, push you through direction toward a mindset which will help you to connect to sales in a different way and to look at it from a different perspective. This is just a general information. Obviously, there is much, much more to think about when it comes to constructing your speech, for example, or in order to make sure that the things that you say will be aligned with the way that your listener receives it. And you must structure your pitch in the way that it will not only pass through the guard, but as well reach the points in the brain of the uh, it reached the points in the brain which are responsible for the creative and decision-making processes. Your proposal must have the ability to solve someone else's problem. You must create trust. And you know what? What I've learned in this industry uh, and in cold calling in general, uh, out of 100% of communication, only 7% are verbal. And it is very difficult to convince someone, you know, because when, no, you know, when you see someone standing in front of you, his body language is communicating to you, facial expressions, his clothes, his physical uh, condition, uh, eyes, everything is communicating, talking to you. But while you are on the phone, you just have this 7% and you have to use them wisely. You have to create the right hook because the person, you have only 7 seconds. I mean, I will repeat it. You have only seven seconds to catch someone else's attention. And it doesn't matter where we're talking here, either about cold calling or any other method of sales. And these days, internet is using different kinds of strategies and funneling and ads and everything. And it's all senseless. It's popping up. It's not catching anyone's attention. It starts to irritate you because internet is becoming more commercial than the TV. People choosing to don't see, to not watch TV because they were bothered and bombarded by the commercials. While now internet is an even worse place. And they talk about direct marketing. I believe it's bullshit because there is no message which catches your attention. So let's get back to cold calling. Well, I learned how to catch someone else's attention within those seven seconds and make sure that someone who is on other part of the phone, and I'm talking here not about, you know, in just another building or something. I was doing business on international scales. I'm talking about someone who is sitting for thousand kilometers away from you and within a call you manage not only to build trust catch his attention but convince him to prepay a deal of pretty big amount so You know, I will share more information with you about uh, how to master your hook, how to grab your customer's attention, how to create value to a proposal in the next episodes. But right now, just let's get to the starting point and 
My goal right now is to assist you in changing your perception about no and to help you to look at sales from a different corner, from a different perspective. Look, an average salesperson is getting 3% out of 100 as a deal. What it actually means is that you have to contact 100 people in order to have three done deals. I call it a three-turtle principle. Because it makes me think of, you know, this sea turtles, just little beautiful creatures who lay their eggs on the seashore like in amazing quantities, in thousands, because intuitively they know just that just a couple of them would get through and will reach the water. And this is as well and the main and fundamental principle of sales. The more you saw, the more you will reap. Remember, the more no you will hear, the closer you are to a yes. I don't want to say that you have to lose your self-respect and should knock on the door which is closed, you know. No, absolutely no. Listen to your intuition and never spend too much time on trying to make someone your customer. From my history, I know that people on who I spent the less of attention, the less of effort, became the more valuable customers than those who I was spending like months on prospecting, months on uh, trying to creating, uh, establishing relationship with them. And it was going through the pain and struggle. And then as the prospecting goes, as in the same way was going the deal and after sale, it's like, you know, like some people just headache. You have to define a clear border for yourself who you want to be your customer and who, who you don't want to be your customer. When people are serious about the business and your message is aligned in the right way, it goes pretty quick. So never, ever, ever lose your self-respect. Don't try to contact, you know, so to say, a shoe-making fabrics and try to send, sell them forks. You have to really make sure that you not only contacting right people, but as well that you really know what bothers them, what occupies them, what they think about, how they think about, and how you could help them to solve their problem. Always remember that sale is an essence of life, and trade was always and will always be the most profitable area in any any industry or business there are people who make fortunes through sale think of them instead of associating sales with some annoying unprofessional people who are offering you a product that you don't really need have good sales